everybody, this is Dell Didway, and I am your host for today's edition of Positivity Plus. This brand new podcast that we've started, geared to do what? Help you be positive, because I think everybody would agree we need to be a little bit more positive today, now more than ever, because we're surrounded by a lot of negativity. And somebody that I met a few months ago, who kind of, as how I describe as a bundle of energy on the phone, we've never met physically, but we've had a, some conversations and I get fired up every time I talk to her. She's just um, a very positive person. And I also am trying my best to get her book sold because she is an author and she, I represent her and I, and hopefully she'll continue to, uh, that endeavor. But so far I have, you know, I'm trying my best to, to uh, be positive and, and get her book uh, sold. So we're going to keep it on in that endeavor because she's a very talented writer with a great niche and a great genre, genre. And that's Heather Fuselay from the great state of Florida and Tallahassee. So Heather, I want to welcome you uh, to the show and I want you to be the same way that you are with me, which is natural and positive and just full of energy. So maybe you can explain why you're positive and why you're healthy all the time. Well, gosh, I can't think of any other way that I could possibly be than the way that I am. Um, hopefully your listeners will not hold um, the fact that I am from Florida against me. Um, I hope to be a good representation of um, the great state of Florida. Um, I can't help but be positive. I I kind of feel like it's a waste of time to be any other way. Um, you know, life is short and I, I don't think that necessarily choosing to live a positive life means that we ignore the challenges of life, um, but it's all in the way that we approach them. Um, my personal opinion is that um, choosing to be positive um, and and optimistic or um, hopeful, um, it makes it easier to to face um, the challenges um, because you just come from from a place where you are better prepared to um, to accept circumstances and then work towards solutions. That sounds like great advice. So let me give you kind of a real world scenario. I okay. communicate with the, with this person sometimes who found out that that I'm an agent and this person has been, um, we kind of had this dialogue, not a lot, but occasionally I'll get a message from this person and they are just so negative and so pessimistic. I can't do this. I can't do that. I don't have a, the ability to do this. And finally, after about 19 or 20 of these, I said, this is wearing me out. I cannot, understand your negativity all the time. And if you want me to respond to you, you try, you have to be somewhat encouraging because I would send a, a, this note back saying, yes, you, you can do this. It takes some work, but you can do this. No, I can't. You don't know my situation. I can't do this. I can't do that. And finally, I just, I just had to stop the conversation. I said, look, if, if we're going to continue, then you're going to have to have an attitude adjustment. Do you ever run into folks like that? And how do you deal with them? All the time. I mean, I, my part of my professional career is working as a health coach and, um, you know, working with people individually to help them reach their health goals. And um, I 
I work uh, very frequently in the scale of readiness for change and being able to identify um, where somebody is on that, that scale of readiness. And when I hear um, negative talking that way of, I can't do this, I can't do that, you don't understand, this is my, my circumstances, and you, know, you, you don't understand why this is impossible, then my response is, okay, let me know when you're ready. You know, let, let, what are you ready for? You know, if you're not ready for this, then what are you ready for? You know, let's go to where you do feel competent and you do feel confident. And, um, you know, when we go to that place and we start working with where you feel ready at what you can do, um, then, you know, it's so much easier to chart a path towards where I want them to be. You know, I often will have a vision for my clients of where I want them to go, um, but, but my vision is not their vision. And, and when I run up against resistance like that, I just say, okay, you know yourself better than I know you. You know your situation best. So that's not something you can do. What can you do? That's great. So maybe we can chat just a couple of minutes about the manuscript or the book that, that you've written because it has to do a lot with being healthy, being positive, and encouraging. So maybe just chat a little bit about what, what you wrote about that I'm confident, I'm positive, that I will get that in front of the right publisher soon. So just go into a little bit of detail about your book. My book is a compilation of essays that I've written over the past four or five years um, that I have been contributing to local publications about health and well-being and really um, self-understanding and self-acceptance. And it's, it attacks, or oh gosh, attack isn't really a very positive word. It explores the different ways um, that we can create a really accepting relationship with ourselves, um, being able to understand our motivations, understand our fears, our insecurities, and most of all, um, come to a leveling place with those where we're not trying to change ourselves, but rather understand ourselves. And then um, being once we get to that place of kind of acceptance, then exploring, okay, so how do I build on this foundation? Um, and so a lot of the essays that I write are about the nuts and bolts of healthy eating, healthy relationship with food, healthy habits, um, taking care of yourself um, from a place of unconditional positive regard. Um, anybody who listens to me speak or listens to my podcast or reads anything that I write knows that unconditional positive regard is where I start always. Um, so it's all about being able to get to that place with yourself. And then once you are a partner with yourself, then building on the foundation to create the life that you want. And in so many cases with what I write about, it's about creating the health and well-being that you want for yourself. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Because I think be, being healthy, which I'm trying to be, I mean, I'm, I'm not in the best shape in the world, but I'm not I'm not lethargic and a slob either. So uh, I, you know, I'm working out every day and, and I'm, and that does help you a little bit. That does help you feel good about yourself. And when you feel good about yourself, you have a tendency to be a little bit more positive. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to have the best job in the world or the, or the nicest house in the world. I don't think it's about things, is it? 
I don't think that it's about things. There's so many um, elements of the lives that we live here on earth that are temporary. Jobs are temporary. People are temporary. Our houses are temporary. You know, all of our possessions and many times our circumstances are temporary. Um, and I find that many times when we're frustrated or when we are feeling negative, it's because the temporary nature of the world is causing us to feel uneasy um, and, and insecure. And so, um, you know, when somebody says, I'm not healthy, I wonder, well, how do you define healthy? Because that's such a, a big word. Um, but yeah, I think that you know, the, our circumstances change so frequently that the key is, is being true to yourself and knowing that no matter what happens, you've got what it takes to get through it. Yeah, that's right. I think that even if a person may have just gone through like a major job layoff or they do have possibly some health issues or maybe their personal life is at the moment not where they want it to be, can that person still be happy and positive? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I don't want to to um, diminish the reality of unfortunate circumstances, challenging circumstances. I mean, that happens and it happens to the most positive people. It's a difference in how you approach it. Um, I used to have um, a, an element of my coaching business that was called um, the no pity party. And it was focused on, um, you know, not wallowing in, in self-guilt um, or in self-pity. Acknowledging things are not ideal. This is not what I want to have continue. Um, you know, but giving it permission to exist and then assessing what can I work with here? Clearly, these are not ideal circumstances. Um, you know, how much of this is, is what I've chosen? How much of this is worth it because I'm going to get something better after this point, this period of discomfort? And how much of this is something that I'm not willing to tolerate and I'm going to change it? Well, that's excellent. Um, and going back and what I was talking about earlier with this, with this dialogue I was having with this one person, I mentioned towards the end of, of the conversation, because we had a conversation for three or four days. And finally, towards the end, this person says, well, you have everything. You have this. You have that. And I said, you have no idea what I've gone through. Well, you have no idea what I've, how hard I've worked. And you have no idea about my current situation. You just re you react to what you see. So at the end, I said, I will, I will really pray for you. And this person said, I don't believe in prayer. And so I, I text back and I said, well, maybe that's your, your issue. Maybe you should examine that. Maybe you, and I wasn't preaching at him, but I said, maybe you should really consider that because you know what, if you do, find God and put your trust in him, maybe your perspective will change and maybe you will become a little bit more positive. You know, you won't have everything in the world you want, but maybe you'll have that peace of mind and then that could help you be positive and that can help you maybe to become healthier. So what are your thoughts on that? It absolutely has for me. You know, I think that sometimes the, the word positive can also mean calm it can, it can mean, um, you know, just safe. Um, I know that there have definitely been times of uncertainty in my life when I have um, had 
I wouldn't say no other choice, but the choice that I made was to quote, turn it over to God and being have, I'm one of the lucky ones who, who I do believe in, in God. And I do have that in my life. And I consider it to be something, a tool in my toolbox of, of a place where I can go. Not everybody has that. If you don't have a, 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 a relationship with a, with some type of a higher power, um, then I can understand how frustrating it could feel to not have a place where you can put those uncertain feelings. Um, but for me, you know, that is an option that I have to turn to God and, and talk about the, that and be vulnerable with how that is affecting me. And then I just have to keep reminding myself that every single time that I have turned to faith, it has turned out great. And I have turned out fine. And in fact, better than I would have if I had tried to manage it on my own. And so I think that it brings a sense of calm. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's not necessarily for anybody to accept my prayers for them, but, you know, hey, it couldn't hurt. <laughs> and that's exactly what I, what I told this person. I said, you know, you tried it your ways for all these years and you're miserable. Why not try it? You might like it. Because I always really, go back to the other way. I, I, I always go back it. to being negative and positive and doom and gloom. Sure. I tell my clients that all the time. You know, if you try thinking in a different way and you try some of the techniques that I teach and you don't like it and it was the worst experience of your life, you can absolutely go back to living the way that you were before. I've never met anybody who made that choice, but you could be the first one. Yeah, that's 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 very well said. I saw on on a on a Facebook post of yours recently that you I think I'm pretty sure it was you where you were hoping to be out in Colorado hiking, right? And you said, you said that several times. <laughs> you said, I'm not bitter, but I could be out in Colorado. So maybe talk uh, yeah, just a little bit about, you know, what you like to do in your, in your spare time. I think you're an, a, you're an outdoorsy kind of person. So talk about what you like to do when you're, um, when you're not in Tallahassee. Well, I like to be in Colorado when I'm not in Tallahassee. Uh, I love to be outdoors. I love to be in nature. Um, honestly, I feel like that's where I feel like my most authentic self. Um, I, I feel like being in, in nature is, um, is where I feel closest to God. Um, and just being in, 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 an, in a type of environment that does not need my permission. You know, I make decisions all day, um, and, and there are many things that are waiting for me to decide something. Uh, the natural world is not waiting for me to decide anything, and, and that's very liberating. Um, I enjoy hiking. Um, I enjoy paddling in my kayak. Um, I really enjoy running. Um, I, I enjoy laughing, and if I can do all of those things outside, then even better. I so cannot wait for the weather to change in, in um, Florida so that I can enjoy my time outside a little bit more. Yeah, it's kind of probably a little muggy down there today. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> What's one of your favorite places besides Colorado? I mean, do you have any other places you really like to go? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is always Chicago. Um, Chicago is like a second home for me. Um, I am actually originally from Louisiana, but my extended family is from Chicago. And whenever I go there, um, I just feel right. Um, I just love that Midwestern grass, that velvety carpet of grass that you have up there is just absolutely 
um, amazing for a, a girl from the south. Um, you know, our, our grass is everything down here is prickly and pokey. Um, and, and I love the combination of the lake and the skyline and it's just a really wonderful place to be. And you've left out the best part and that is Chicago style pizza. That is, well, yes. And, you know, speaking of healthy living, Chicago style pizza isn't often on my list of things that I, I um, encourage, but um, I mean, life is too short to, to, to not have pizza. And I will, I will go to the mattresses on that. Yeah, you have to go to either Gino's or Uno's or you know, somewhere around there, at least, at least once when you're in Chicago. So I love that city too. We love going to the Cubs games whenever possible and just the experience of it. But I think it'll be a while before I get back there. I think they need to do some cleaning up for a while. <laughs> and we'll, we, may, we may revisit Chicago soon. But we recently, my wife and I recently cruised Alaska. And oh, that's a dream. It, it was a beautiful trip. We took a long cruise and with her side of the family. So, uh, you know, you got to take one for the team once in a while. But <laughs> we had a fantastic time. The, the scenery was, was beautiful. Something we did also recently, well, not recently, several years ago when our kids were younger, we actually, and this is right up your alley, I think, we rafted the Grand Canyon. We rafted the Colorado River. Ooh. Hiking. So I think you should put that on your bucket list. I would have absolutely no qualms about putting that on my bucket list at all. Yeah, we uh, rafted for four days, completely primitive, no electricity, you know, obviously the river we use for various things. And you know, what I found fascinating about that trip was um, when we rafted, the, the Colorado River stays, we were told, at a constant 50 to 55 degrees, which is a mite chilly for water. but outside it was like a hundred right so we had that big difference we were we get so hot rafting that sometimes they would stop the raft and say take a swim and you fall in the river and it takes your breath away because it's so cold but you know that's so surreal looking up at the canyon um and you just wonder wow this is amazing so yeah well it's the kind of the same feeling as standing on top of a mountain and you're looking out at that landscape and thinking wow I thought I was big stuff. I am nothing. I am a mere participant, an observer. And, um, you know, just we think we've got it all figured out. We think that our problems are <laughs> important. You know, when you when you spend time in in a natural setting like that, that just dwarfs you as um, as a person and, and as a being, um, it's really humbling. Yeah, I think that's the best word because you do look at, you feel insignificant at that time. You think, you know what, who am I? <laughs> and I'm not this great person. I, you know, I'm, I'm a positive person, but I'm not as important as I think I am in the grand scheme of things because look at this place. So, um, Something you said about your rafting trip made me think about shifting from negative to positive thinking. You know, when you talked about being in the raft and it's being a hundred degrees and you're sweating and it's hot and then you've got just beneath you such a such a different set of circumstances really cold water and then when you realize that you're too hot you can make the choice to stop and get into the cold water and and it takes your breath away and it changes your perspective um i think that's a really perfect description of the option that we have to maybe move from a sunny spot where it's too hot 
into a shady spot where you can see things differently. Um, it's just same thing as moving from a spot where you're stuck in negative thought patterns and then making the choice to move into a place where it's easier to see things differently and perhaps positively. Well, that's awesome. Um, Heather, how can people find you if they want to say, hey, I want to become healthier. I want, I want to be positive. How can folks reach out to you and find you? Well, there's a couple of different ways. I mean, I think I would probably first say, look for me on Facebook. That's where I'm the most active. Um, Coach Healthy Heather on Facebook. And then my website address is coachhealthyheather.com. I also have a new podcast coming out called Heather Solves Everything. Um, And I'll be promoting that online soon. It'll be on Spotify and iHeartRadio and all of the places where you get your apps. And um, that's where I'm going to be found for the next foreseeable future. Now that title intrigues me. Can you elaborate on that or explain that? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Heather Solves Everything is a podcast where I take credit for making the world a better place by introducing you to people who actually are. So um, it's an interview show where I am talking to some of um, people that I have met through the course of different writing projects who are doing great things for the world. And I feel like more people need to hear about it. That's awesome. I mean, we need more of that, obviously. I hope. And hope, hopefully what we're doing here with Positivity Plus can fill somebody's uh, void as well. So Heather, I want to say thank you. You've really inspired me today. You've really helped me as well. And that's the whole idea of this. People of, of, of like mind getting together, sharing their stories, trying to inspire and encourage other people out there. And we're looking forward to getting your book sold. I'm, I'm going to be positive on that. I want to say it's <laughs> going to happen. I hope it happens today, but you know what? It might happen tomorrow or the next day or the next day. I, I, I told this one author of mine, she was so discouraged because I kept getting, I got numerous rejections. You know, I have to do, I have to deal with rejection a, a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I called her one day and she was really discouraged. And I said, you know, she asked me about it. And I said, they said, no. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I said, you know what? This is hard to hear because I was on your end at one time, but I said, you're one step closer to that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Thanks. And then a few weeks later, we got that. Yes. So, you know, we're going to try to maintain that positive attitude and and Heather, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day. And thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and a joy. And yeah. And sharing your thoughts on how to be healthy and how to be positive, because again, we all need that. So, For Positivity Plus, this is Dell Didway.